and welcome to another episode of Arrow Chapter and Verse. This time we're talking about Arrow Season 5, Episode 11, Second Chances. And we start by seeing the origin of the woman that we saw in last uh, the last episode, Stinger. Uh, she is being tortured by what we can assume are mobsters. Uh, she's in Central City. The particle acceleration accelerator explosion happens, and she gets the canary power. She gets a canary cry immediately. Uh, we don't see what happens with the rest of that scene, although that is going to become important later on. Uh, then we cut to the present day in Star City, where <laughs> Oliver Queen is rejecting people who are almost overqualified to be Black Canary. Uh, they apparently just don't have the thing he's looking for, and the thing he's looking for is the canary cry. Uh, while they are basically going through it, I mean, he doesn't say that, uh, but the only person he gets interested in is the uh, woman who's, at this point, her name is Tina Boland, um, and she uh, she has this canary cry. We find this out after he rejects everybody because Curtis says, well, what about urban legends? Uh, here's this woman. She showed up. She's, you know, beats up bad guys, and she has this canary cry. So Oliver's like, okay, where is she? All right, Hub City, we're all going to go to Hub City, and we're going to try to recruit her. And by all, I mean it's him, Curtis, and Renee go to Hub City. Felicity stays home to mind the shop and also to try to get some information uh, for Diggle. So uh, before he goes to Hub City, Oliver goes to visit Diggle in prison. Adrian Chase is there. Uh, they're talking about what's going on. Diggle's like, well, the general's going to have me in a week. And Adrian Chase is like, nope, nope. I have a connection at the the NSA, right? This, I'm, I'm glad this showed up now and not in any, you know, previous episodes where Adrian Chase was dealing with this, although that would have only been, like, I think the last episode. So, uh, But he has a connection with the NSA, and his connection with the NSA says that they were compiling a, uh, a report on, they were investigating the general, but the general has connections in high places, so they slow-rolled the report. So Felicity is looking on that, and she's looking on the dark web. Uh, sorry, I watched Letter Kenny, and there was a big thing about some of the skids and the dark web. But uh, she's going on the dark web looking for information because she hacks the NSA. Of course she does. And she can't find it. It's been erased. And then nothing on the internet's been erased. So maybe somebody on the dark web has it. And then she gets contacted by someone who wants to meet her. Uh, Kojo Hammer? Something like that. Uh... Felicity's handle back when she was a hacktivist was Ghost Fox Goddess, so I assume that she watched a lot of anime when she was in her goth phase. Anyway, so that's that's what's going on with her. We'll come back to that in a bit. Uh, we head to Hub City. Oliver and company... Aha! Uh -huh, I'm going to try to resist making that joke, but I, I can't. Oliver and company track down this woman right as she's about to bust in a skylight and go kick some ass. Uh, they're like, hey, why don't you join up with us? And she's like, no, I don't know any of you. You can all screw off. And she jumps off a building, and I can only assume uses her mastery of sonic waves to gently cushion her fall, but we don't hear anything, so I, I don't really know what happened. When we catch up with the boys, they're in a big belly burger, because that is apparently the only fast food franchise that exists, and everybody goes to it. Renee apparently loves his Big Belly Burgers, which somewhat resemble In-N-Out in that they've got, like, uh, triple stacks, and we'll get into this later, quintuple stacks, and frankly, I don't know how Renee stays in fighting shape if he's eating burgers and fries all the time. Um, but again, maybe it's it's something to do with that superhero regeneration thing, like they also have this advanced metabolism that can 
break down and uh, use uh, any food uh, effectively to give them uh, what they need in terms of nutrition. I don't know. But they're talking, uh, they're trying to figure out who she is. Curtis figures out that she used to be a cop in Central City. Oliver's like, aha, I can call somebody. So he calls uh, Captain Singh. Is he Captain? I don't know. I'm going to call him a Captain. He calls Captain Singh. Captain Singh, like, who's this? We see two seconds of red lightning, and the Flash has posted a sticky note saying that Oliver is, in fact, legit, and he is, in fact, the Green Arrow. Captain Singh says, yeah, Tina Boland, uh, she was she went deep undercover. Her partner got killed. Uh, we She was tortured for two weeks. We saw her afterwards, and then she dropped off the face of the earth. We haven't heard of her since. So they know who she is now. And since they know who she is, they can sort of start to figure out, um, like, where she might be going. So they, they, they find her. They find her, like, lair, actually. Uh, she's got a conspiracy board up tracking the people who killed her partner. She is in the other room torturing one of them. When Oliver shows up, Oliver surprises her. She uses a canary cry. Uh, I believe the dude... Yeah, well, the dude dies. The dude she's torturing dies. Uh, I don't know whether that was from the cry or related whatnot. Uh, in oh yeah, Oliver's talking to her. I forgot about this. And and then no, I think she kills. I think the gang guy dies first, and then a bunch of his buddies show up. She jumps out the window. Oliver follows her. Renee stays behind, spraying bullets. Right again. Oliver's trying to convince people not to kill in wild dogs using guns. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, so she talks to Oliver. Again, it's a no-go. She blasts him uh, with the sonic, uh, the canary cry, and gets away. Batman's away, really. And then, once again, they're in Big Billy Burger talking about this, you know, vigilante criminal conspiracy that they've got going on. Uh, and Curtis, because of their body cams, was able to see some of the names and photos on the conspiracy board and is able to go, ah, she's tracking down this drug lord, this is the guy she wants, and they figure out that since um, Tobias Church died and he was the one who was sort of running uh, the Hub City Underworld, there might be sort of a power struggle going on, so this guy is looking to cement his um, leadership. I forget what the gang guy's name is. I know that the drug he's peddling is called Slide, uh, so they go after him. Well, they go after her, and Oliver's like, please believe me when I tell you that this is going to go very poorly for you if you don't listen to us. And she's like, I'm still not listening to you. I don't care. So she goes to fight him, uh, and she gets in, and she pretty much kills all of the dudes in the high-rise that he's in, or all of his, you know, all of his minions, Buzz open on him. He's eating dinner. Uh, I don't know what he's eating, but it's a, something with a knife and fork and a plate and a desk. You know, it's like really weird. It's not even in a dining area. It's like he's he's working really late on his drugs and he needs to be in his drug office to eat. Um, well, this is a tangent, but I'm going to go on it. Years ago, I had a friend who was uh, interested in filmmaking and he had a couple of script ideas and one of them, I, I don't know what else was happening in this movie, but I was going to be some sort of crime boss, and there was going to be a scene after I, you know, disciplined my followers or threatened the good guy or whatever, where I basically reached into a drawer, pulled out a double Western bacon cheeseburger, unwrapped it, and took a big old bite. And that was going to be sort of the whole thing. This is crime boss, very serious, but loves his junk food. Anyway, 
going back to what happens in the show. Um, so she shows up, she goes to use the canary cry on him, but his face starts doing something weird, and she gets all vertigo-y and passes out, and he's about to shoot her when Oliver shoots the gun out of his hand, uh, and he goes all vertigo-y, but Oliver's had to deal with this. Well, actually, no, Oliver hasn't had to deal with this before. The Flash had to deal with this before. And Oliver's superior training allows him to maintain his composure and equilibrium long enough to shoot an arrow into this dude's shoulder. Uh, and then the dude blurs his face harder, and Oliver and Renee sort of kneel down. And he leaves, and they take her uh, back to their van in a parking garage. So they're discussing what happened. She comes out. Oliver's like, look, you, you almost died. You're going to need us. And she's like, deuces, Centra uh, deuces, uh, Star City. I'm out. Have a good trip back. And it's just like, uh, I mean, look, I, I realize that maybe the first couple of times Ollie and company didn't seem that helpful. But now that you know this dude's a meta who can uh, make you fall down and, and disrupt your equilibrium, maybe it's a good idea to have allies backing you up, but she's still, no, I don't need anybody. And then uh, Oliver shows up, like convinces her to meet with him again somehow, shows up as Oliver Queen, and is like, trust me, please, I'm Oliver Queen, here is who I am, we're all about second chances, please, actually no, we're, he doesn't say that at that point, but he's like, look, please, please let me help you. So she agrees, which is good, because when they go to fight the bad guys this time, there's like 15 of them on a, on a roof deck waiting for a helicopter. And there's there's this huge fight where Black Canary is shooting at people, uh, and Wild Dog is shooting at people, and Oliver is firing bows and arrows at people, and the helicopter turns out to be a gunship. So at one point, Ollie shoots one of his um, wire arrows onto it, so he's like attaches himself, and I thought he was going to zip up the wire arrow and get into the cockpit and punch a bunch of people in and somehow zip back down before the helicopter crashed. But what he does is let the helicopter drag him around the roof, and he's just like punching and shooting bad guys. And then he drops off the wire, uh, pulls out an arrow that has a little green, there's a little green LED effect to the arrow, shoots the helicopter, I think in the top rotor, there's an explosion, and then the entire helicopter explodes, which is, you know, a neat trick. And then, of course, they go to confront uh, uh, face-blurring dude, but they've figured out that uh, face-blurring dude has the same powers as Tina Boland, or similar powers, and that they're related, so they use the sound dampener to screw with his powers, and there's a a bit where Tina's about to shoot him and Oliver's like, no, you don't have to go down that path. And she's like, maybe I do. And she shoots him and then they leave and everyone's disappointed. And then they go back to uh, star city where it turns out that Felicity ended up meeting this hacker who turned out to be a fan of ghost Fox goddess and part of a hacktivism group called helix. I think they're calling themselves helix and they did a big hack of all the hacks, and they hacked a bunch of hackety hacks. I think they hacked uh, Echelon, is what they said, which is the NSA's information gathering whatnot. It's the thing that supposedly, if you say certain keywords on a cell phone call, they will pick you up and they watch you or something. I don't know. Um, perhaps now they're going to pay attention to me because of this podcast. Great! Anyways, uh, so the, the, it's hacked. Uh, she hands over a thumb drive. <laughs> containing all of the information that they, they're calling Pandora, which has the info that John Diggle 
needs the, like the investigation on that general, which of course is going to, you know, put his claims in doubt and all this good stuff. Uh, and Felicity takes it back, tells Oliver that she has this. And then we, cause we don't see her do anything else with the thumb drive. She plugs this thumb drive directly into her computer network at the Arrow headquarters. And I'm like, Felicity, for the love of God, put it on a laptop see what's going on with it, and make sure there's no Trojans or uh, other assorted viruses or other software that's going to fuck with you. Like, for crying out loud, you're you're a hacker. You're one of those, like, top-level, you know, type meaninglessly at the keyboard and bam, you're in whatever government entity you want to be in, hackers, and you don't think to check the thumb drive for malware. Great. Good. Uh, I guess there's none on it, but there is a lot of information because we see the reflection in Felicity's glasses of all of these things popping up, which is weird because usually when I, you know, get something on a thumb drive, I've got to wait for it to transfer over to my computer, and then I've got to deliberately click on a folder, and then I've got to deliberately click on a file, but here the information is just popping up. So Chase and Ollie go to see Diggle again, and they're like, uh, hey man, guess what? We got you out on bail, and the... We, you know, the judge who is going to oversee this case and now has the information about the general, uh, we filed a motion to dismiss and you can go home with, uh, to see your wife and kid. Now, what happened was that John left the, um, the hideout, the, the arrow lair, arrow cave, whatever, because a few episodes ago, because somebody apparently faked Lila's voice on his phone and said that John Jr. was sick. So that's why he left. And I don't remember seeing a scene in which he was captured, but again, I could have been not paying attention for 30 seconds or what have you. But anyway, that's how he ended up in jail in the first place. I tell you this now, of course, as he's getting out of jail, just because I like to, I don't know, go back and fix my mistakes if I know that I made them. So there you go. Um, all right. So that's all of that uh, business. Uh, Oliver is then in, uh, in his mayor's office, uh, Tina Boland comes in. She's like, oh, you're the mayor. You should have led with that. They have a bunch of conversation about second chances and redemption and whatnot. He sort of explains a little bit, a little bit about Black Canary, but he doesn't go into too much detail. Um, so she agrees to join the team and she says, hey, Tina Boland was just a cover name, which is weird because Singh was using it. And he's, that seems like he would have been Tina Boland. Oh, wait, that's her. Here's her real name. Her real name is Dinah Drake, and you might remember that Laurel's first name was Dinah. She was Dinah Laurel Lance. Uh, and apparently Dinah Drake is the original Black Canary. She was introduced in the, the 40s, I guess, when that was her real name. I I always thought the Black Canary was Dinah Lance, but no, apparently Dinah Drake. Uh, and for what it's worth, I don't think she looks exactly like the actress who played Laurel, but I sure think she looks a lot like the actress who played Laurel. And for me, that's as weird as one of those situations where, you know, a couple breaks up and then the member of the couple that you are friends with and stay friends with starts dating somebody new who looks exactly like the person that they just broke up with. So that's a little, that's a little weird. Uh, and of course, I can't help but wonder if in season six, Ollie and Dinah are going to have some sort of romantic foo because I'm sure this thing with the reporter is only going to last until she stabs him in the back, which is, of course, happening, because Prometheus is orchestrating just about everything in this season, 
except I think for um, this business with Dinah Drake. I, I'm honestly not too sure about Felicity and the Hacker. I think that's actually going to come back to bite her in the ass, but or bite all of them in the ass, really. But we'll see as the season continues. And we have come to the end of another episode of Arrow, Chapter, and Verse. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're having a good day, and I'll see you next time.